Good evening, friends. Welcome to the first edition of Lessons from the Masters. As the name suggests, this is a series which will feature a master in each episode. A master at what? A master who has aced the game of distribution and who has developed deep knowledge and expertise. So in today's series, in today's episode, we will feature Amit Bivalkar, the Managing Director and CEO of Sapient Wealth. As you know, Sapient Wealth is the largest distributor in the country outside a bank and a national distributor. And today manages assets worth 6,200 crores. And it has a monthly SIP book of 18 crores. Before starting Sapient in 2009, Amit has worked with three multinational AMCs, DSP Merrill Lynch, AIG, and Fidelity. And to mine the insights uh, from Amit, uh, I'm happy to introduce K.S. Rao, who is the head of investor education and distribution development at Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund. Uh, Mr. Rao has developed many, many important and innovative initiatives which have been recognized both in India and overseas. He has won many awards for his initiatives in the area of investor education. And today, he will be mining these insights for us uh, with Amit Bivalkar. So with that, I'm hand it over to you, Mr. Rao, to, for this session. Thank you, Prem, and uh, Namaskar, Amit. It's always a great meeting you, and uh, right now it is a meeting through the web and Zoom uh, connecting, and uh, of course, I always love to meet you in person. Thank and you. you are a source of inspiration for many of us, and I am one of those thousands of admirers uh, whom you have, your admirers in the industry, I am one of those. Truly, you have shown a path to many of the advisors and MFDs and, of course, the fund houses, even the people like us. And I always follow you on many of your social media posts to your business. And I'm very glad Sapient today is on the top of the charts and it's uh, have many adjectives. It's the largest independent financial distributor, fastest growing distributor, largest SIP contributor in the independent distributor space and uh, of course serving its experience of over 12 years and 30,000 families, 7,000 crores of AEM, SIP book nearing to 20 crores soon and uh, and the team size is also touching, maybe very soon it may touch 100 and uh, five branches and expansion is always in the uh, big way. And for me, the name Sapient itself is uh, very precious because it's a, it means wise, it means uh, sage, judicious, prudent, sensible, and sane. And you have proved all that right, and it's a walking the talk. And the best part of Sapient, as I talk to you, I can see at your back is with a tagline, your mission, which is a creating happy investors. And uh, this is very unique because we always focus on wealth, we talk on money, and uh, maybe the outcome is happiness. But you're out, you're uh, like you know, you're looking at happiness. Giving in this context, uh, thought you can get what uh, what is that you made this vision statement and what is your mission and uh, I look forward to listen from you. This can be very useful for our audience. I think today we may have a many takeaways for 
at the people and it's the first session which is on the lessons from the masters and yeah. we can't get a better master than you to start with so uh, sir this tagline actually was uh, was the idea of pallav and uh, we always had one thing in mind that uh, clients first that has to be the attitude of uh, any company not not only with sapient and uh, uh, i believe so we should be happy with what we have and we should be excited about what we want so when we talk about customers it is about what the customer wants but what the customer needs and if we can give what the customer needs i think we are creating happy experiences about the investment journey what he is going to take and uh, therefore happiness for us uh, will be always not in materialistic terms or not in terms of how many zeros you have in the bank or the portfolio uh we should be excited about what we want in the future and customers are always excited uh happiness is about uh, enjoying those little things in life uh it might be uh, just calling on a birthday rather than wishing him in whatsapp i think that also creates a lot of happiness because whatsapp has become like a robo so creating happy investors is about the journey experience for a client who comes into sapient rather than how much return the client has got out from any particular fund or any particular product that's that's phenomenal but you know the like the, the success which you, i think what you explained on the happiness is truly uh, phenomenal at aditya birla we have we, we have one program we run called mission happiness this is basically to take the net promoter score of the investors and you know looking at how happy with we are and are we satisfying i'm sure uh, this mission makes all of us to find a meaning in what we do and of course and uh, it is feeling hopeful for the future always even during the difficult times i have seen the positivity uh, from you coming during the middle of the covid when i am hearing to you on that and of course uh, sapient i was uh, i was told by my pune colleagues uh, the kind of warm and uh, uh, like you know uh, the positive relations sapient builds with their customers is phenomenal means you know you are created 30000 happy families just to uh, understand what do you ascribe your success to and uh, can you also explain uh, what is your approach and uh, what is the philosophy of the business probably we can go length on this to understand yeah uh, basically sir there is no i in the team but there is i in the win so and i am probably one of those guys who probably i can't uh, i mean i can definitely accept failure but uh, i can't accept not trying so what i feel is that we should try whatever we can do in our businesses we'll definitely fail we are not going to be successful all through but i should not crib that i have not tried this and therefore i have not been successful uh, so sapient started in 2009 where uh, uh, me janak and rahul khandekar we came in together and said we'll establish this company and we were coming out of the 2008 crisis uh, mr rao and uh, i was working with aig that time and as you know that aig had gone belly up in the us uh, and we had about uh, 1200 crores in equity assets then we were a one year old asset management company in india that time and we had 1200 1300 crores of assets uh, within a year i think back in 2008 it was a 
decent amount of money that a new AMC would have generated. And then after the 2008 crash, uh, we saw a lot of investors actually calling our helpline, our toll-free number. And uh, at times, uh, we also used to sit and listen to customers. And customers used to say only one thing that in this crisis, forget I have lost my money, but I have lost my trust on the advisor because my advisor is not picking up my phone calls today. So I probably that uh, rang a bell and I said, okay, this is an opportunity. If the market is uh, today uh, void of distributors, then why not start at the bottom of the market? And then even if we build five crores of AUM, we'll be 500% up. So uh, that was the idea and the genesis of starting Sapient in 2009. And Janak and Rahul were fortunate that uh, they agreed that we should start together. And that's how we started with a 300 square foot office uh, here in Pune on Prabhat Road. And it's, it's a phenomenal success story. Like it's a, and soon after the crisis, somebody has to think positive and start. One way it is a positive note to look at, uh, like, you know, after learning of 2008 and the rich experience you got over a period of time and which has uh, brought all that. And I really love the philosophy uh, which you always share. Uh, but, you know, in the current scenario, like 2008 to, to now 2020 crisis, more or less same or little more. And, uh, and how, like, if there is an, uh, any other partners, if they need to understand from this, how one needs to prepare for scale and the scale you have and, uh, and the systematic approach you have shown all the way and the processes you established. I think uh, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal to learn again. So, uh, sir, in this, what I would like to add is that uh, IFAs don't have bosses uh, and IFAs don't have any reporting lines. So IFS actually think what they are doing is right, irrespective whether the result is going to be correct or wrong. Uh, when we did the first merger, when we started sitting together, uh, it was always the thing that uh, whether if I'm taking a decision, should I have some soundboard within the office to actually see whether whatever decision I'm taking, whether it is right or wrong. So uh, we use our partners, our directors, our promoters, as our soundboards, wherein if there is an idea which comes into your mind, you can sound it off and we have a Monday morning call. We sound it off with each other that this is what I am thinking. And it can be actually a very uh, stupid idea or a rubbish idea. And where it, the directors or the partners actually tell you to your face that uh, Amit, this is a, a very bad idea and we should not go ahead with it. But had I been on my own, then maybe if that has occurred to me, then I will probably go ahead and implement that idea and learn it the hard way by losing time, money and energy behind it. So the collective experience, what we have within the organization that actually is helping us in taking decisions and the process of elimination, Mr. Rao is more important rather than execution. So many of the decisions have to be eliminated. Uh, and if we eliminate the right, uh, uh, what you can say the wrong set of uh, decisions then if you make fewer decisions but that will be always good for the organization so i think the process of elimination be it fund selection be it scheme selection be it taking a decision for the organization uh, i think the process of elimination is very very important that is point number one point number two sir is that uh, we have always believed that uh, we are the agents of a principle uh, and we don't think we are having a principal to principal relationship 
uh, with the fund house and i'll tell you why uh, there is a lot of work which goes within a fund house which is unnoticed or which is underappreciated uh, with birla i mean so many uh, seminars so many webinars for people on the online platform 2800 webinar then you have touched almost like 30000 people now if you want to do that physically not possible but to do this day in day out and to talk to people i think this goes under appreciated uh, in the fraternity uh, i will always like to see what is good for me i will never like to see what others are doing which is uh, good in the market so we always believe in principle to agent relationship and i always have the opinion that we have to learn a lot from the asset management companies because i don't have seven departments within cpm it is the seven directors who take the decision but there is a dedicated ks rao sitting in birla there is a dedicated bala sitting as a ceo who will take that call there is a sales set there is a compliance set there is a ops set who will think on technology who will think on customer engagement which as a organization probably i will lack so every ifa has to please bear this in mind that we are a principal agent relationship driven company and not a principal to principal and there is a very thin line between that that we try to err on the wrong side and try to push the amc for this i think we believe in a principal agent relationship i'm so glad for listening all that soothing words uh, for the amcs uh, because uh, i mean of course i may, I, i'm not very sure i can talk on the platform but uh, uh, most of the times however good you have done people always look at what is next and sometimes we take things as granted uh, you are very right that gratitude makes all the things happen and as you grow you are so humble i think uh, comment i mean uh, i have uh, my admiration for you only will grow up with this uh, I think uh, Rupa and Dhruv when they joined uh, and we had this feeling but Rupa and Dhruv actually instilled that into us saying that AUM is of the customers, AUM is not of sapient, uh, the money is of customers, the money is not of sapient. We are merely a channel between it wherein we have a rubber stamp which has our ARM. Uh, so whatever AUM number I try to boast of, uh, it is only of the customers and not because of us. yes people will come to us because whatever we have delivered over the last 12 years but uh, prima facie the eum belongs to the customers and not to the distributor phenomenal approach again you know it's a, it's a core to it it's like i i i still believe the way you are looking at fundamentally de- uh, the deep that insights coming in i think uh, i mean of course rupa and dhruv coming in on the board it's lot of value i think uh, uh, it will it will go big way and uh, i'm also hearing from the market lot many other people are looking towards to you and uh, looking at this expansion happening in a big way and the reach is becoming bigger i mean like minded people are joining how you look at your business plan to uh, take a shape is that a constant or you change it often how it's uh, like you know is it an annual business plan and like you are tomorrow you have a strategy meet is it the quarterly kind how you look at that so we have a, a monthly meet of the promoters or the directors uh, where we take uh, some decisions which are uh, for the long term nature of the business Uh, of course whenever you have a, a friday night film released from sebi uh, we quickly get into action and see how are uh, our charts faring against whatever regulation has come uh, what is more important mr rao is that uh, are you agile uh, are you ready to make that swift move from uh, one approach to the other and that is more critical and in that 
i will say the younger the participation in the shareholding or in the company i think the thought process changes quickly so gen x gen y is a thing of uh, a passe i think we need to look at the gen z brains in the company who probably can be uh, very much useful when you are taking this decision see there are three types uh, my grandfather's age it was always that they had to work uh, because it was a problem of survival uh, probably my father's age it was a problem where they wanted to maintain a standard of living and today it is all about what kind of environment i am working in so uh, when you look after 2009 the technology bubble uh, post 2000 and 2008 the kind of printing of money standard of living is given for our customers like we have everybody with a two wheeler or probably he has a minimum alto car with him now people are trying to look at what is the environment in which they are living uh, so today if you sack an employee which is like your house help it doesn't matter they will get a new job somewhere uh, 50 years ago it was a problem of survival so nobody got sacked and even if the boss was uh, pretty rude but it was always boss was always right so today this uh, if you try to look at the uh, one generation before if i was advising that person and if his kids today are not coming to me for investments i think that had made us think that what is gen z actually doing and how can we attract them so this strategy meets actually try to pose you a problem that okay this is what we think can hit us in the next one month three month six month one year five years and what is our game plan technology wise are we there like we have a whatsapp chatbot service it's because the inspiration came from an amc right that you need to have a chatbot service so all of this get uh, decided in the strategy meet and this happens uh, once a month mr rao and uh, we have started with the target setting exercise also for directors i think that is also something which is necessary because once you are at a pedestal uh, you tend to think uh, from a height and you don't really know what is the ground level reality so if everybody gets a target in mind for the assets i think everybody will work on the ground and they will know the reality in life that's absolutely great it's uh, like you know everyone is running and you you are always connected to the ground and uh, i'm also glad to see uh, your own model and you started the day one i think you started with a team and you have a, a bigger mission in plan i personally feel today whatever you are accomplishing it has not just come probably you have visualized in 2009 this to happen and your bigger mission is falling in place and what you advise for some of the mfds whether they need to start with a team or some of them they feel it is like you know let me grow then start the have a team and uh, like I, i remember in one of the conventions you are mentioning about it is an investment you are making to create a team then that adds value where you can give a quality advice so sir i believe that uh, talent will win games 
but uh, you will have teamwork and intelligence that will win you championships so if you want to be a marathon runner instead of sprints if you want to be a 400 meter relay guy then i think you need to have a team day one and you need to work together as a team uh, i will tell you that many of the ifas today uh, don't know how the portfolio reporting software works uh, so unless and until i learn it and i sit with my team and see what is the use of this software i will not be able to guide the team as to what kind of reports can be pulled out from that software so team for us was very clear that we needed team from day one and uh, a team actually as ifas i need to delegate my work if i try to be in control of everything i am not going to move ahead uh, in life correct so my individual commitment has to be to a group effort and that is what makes a team work a company or a society or a civilization will work only when you come together yeah you might have only a lean team on back office and operations you might have only people say on uh, your admin work but start small and just keep on building and let me tell you this uh, you do not get great talent uh, once you start scouting for people uh, we have learned it through the trial and error method we had people who came in who worked with us for 6 months or 1 year i mean today we are a 65 member team but uh, the original team in pune uh, i have still out of 5 i have uh, 3 people who are there with me since the last 12 years and uh, two people have gone one went into a different industry and one uh, changed the workplace uh, he went into a different town otherwise i don't think so we've lost people so what is more important is that i need to probably understand what is their requirement rather than tell them what they should do for the company uh, one good thing what we had done way back uh, mr rao is that we contributed the exact amount of sip what my support staff was doing on their own names so for 5 years whatever money my support staff used to save say 3000 or 5000 a month the company contributed on their behalf and after a period of 5 years we gave the entire money to that employer so i think that is something which we started from day one and that's how we were able to retain some of the best talent uh, within the company kudos to you for that uh, uh, you know valuable mission like you know adding the equal contribution to them it would have added two things to them one is uh, like you know they contribute they want to save and truly we are in the financial services and uh, helping them to make their money grow and adding the value over to it it's it's, it's awesome i also heard you know one of the conventions you mentioned during covid time it's like you know work like a owner and take salary like an employee and ensure that everyone is get paid and none of them need to get worried about during the covid crisis and um, i'm very glad the way you are looking at talent scouting but you know some of the mfds when i talk across the country i mean uh, uh, thanks to my nipun academy platform where i keep meeting all my mfd friends uh, 
and they find getting the right talent is a big challenge and uh, like you know uh, is there is any particular advice you would like to give it to them i think uh, first and foremost is that we should hire people who are smarter than us uh, that's the first advice uh, we generally try to hire people where we can tell them what they need to do uh, over the last 12 15 years and also before within the amc uh, it's about 23 24 years now mr rao i think if we can hire people who are smarter than uh, the guy who is taking the interview i think half job is done uh, second is uh, quality always comes at a price uh, and if we try to i'll just give you an example uh, a 1 crore rupee sip book uh, in the first year will make you 12 crore rupees of aum 1 crore per month and that 12 crore rupees is going to at 1% give you 12 lakh rupees of trail next year without doing anything you are going to be at 24 lakhs to 30 lakhs depending on the market or maybe at 15 to 20 lakh rupees on trail now this assets what you gather if you just spend one time one year of revenue on hiring a talent every year he will produce such kind of revenues or multiples of that when it comes to sales so what you need to do is and i think uh, uh, gaurav parija had made a very good uh, comparison of this that if you have somebody and three and a half times is what uh, uh, you make out of him it is very simple mr rao if uh, i can have uh, what you can say uh, giving my book to a sales guy with his salary as the trail then he is already breaking even in the first year i might give those clients who i am not able to service or call who is my tail who is my b and c or d clients and then i give it to mr rao and mr rao's salary is justified because those clients were orphaned because i was not talking to them but i have given them the clients and then he will deepen the relationship and maybe get me 1 lakh rupees extra apart from the brokerage what i am already earning from that uh, client so it's always always a trial and error so you need to hire uh, uh, talent which is better than you uh, second is you need to pay a premium if that uh, quality you can see within the employee and the third one is give them responsibilities and delegate them authority and once you do that i think you will have that problem of talent retention out of your window uh, collaboration i have learned one thing uh, mr rao is that competition makes us faster but collaboration makes us better so there are many people uh, pallav paresh uh, drupa dhruv the employees at their end have also taught us a lot many things which we were not doing so collaboration has this advantage also that you get better employees also which you are missing at your end so that is something which i thought is very important this is also a brilliant one like you know you are not only creating a happy clients you are giving a creating an happy employees and uh, like you no know, i really love the way like you know you need to hire someone who is more talented and you are also rewarding the people very handsomely and transparently 
and ensuring that they are at a right delegations means you know both the sides uh, things are well i think the appraisal system i personally feel some of my hr friends need to understand from you the dynamics not only the mfds so, mr rao we have a 360 degree appraisal uh, within the company and a 360 degree appraisal is my uh, uh, office boy who serves us tea and coffee he also uh, does a appraisal of the sales guy and the pickup boy and the relationship manager within the company so whatever you do during the year he has that opportunity to write you down during your appraisal so we have qualitative and quantitative uh, appraisal methods and in the qualitative side we give a lot of uh, emphasis on the soft uh, skills rather than on the pure number play what we have it's it's like you have to seek to complete uh, you rather than compete you have to seek to complete so Fantastic. if rm is not talking uh, properly to the pickup boy the pickup boy has got an opportunity to come back uh, at the end of the year while he does your appraisal so it's a 360 degree appraisal and based on that your bonus levels are decided so that is something which and i'll be very honest this i had uh, learned when i was with dsp merrill lynch and i have borrowed from uh, dsp ml that time oh this is a great learning and it's a, a truly glad to know about this 360 degree i mean i was reading this book from dalai lama happiness is the way i am sure if he visits your office he may be the most happiest man to see somebody is following what he wrote it's it's, it's a fantastic and coming back from the hiring it's uh, uh, today in the current scenario retaining the customers and acquiring the new customers is the most important one for any one of us i mean for whether it's the mfd or for the asset management and uh, you mentioned in one uh, earlier sometime i was listening to you in the, during the middle of the crisis what you mentioned uh, it is touching my heart and ears of course i i was very exact with that statement what you said is customer acquisition happens during the difficult times and good customers comes to you during the bad times and uh, what was your client acquisition strategy in the beginning and what is the client acquisition strategy now maybe 2000 now 9 and post crisis and 2020 still we are in the crisis sir if you remember uh, sir walt disney had said uh, one time that uh, do what you do so well uh, that the customers will want to see it again and they will bring their friends Uh, i think that is something what we need to understand in our business that uh, one is that customer interest first and integrity and trust if these are the things what you follow from day one uh, customers will bring you more customers uh, i am pretty sure about it uh, second thing what we did uniquely apart from the normal ifa setup is that we laid a lot of emphasis on the debt portion of the client's portfolio rather than the equity portion of the portfolio uh, i used to be mocked at in 2009 10 uh, saying are ye to panch paise ka dhanda karta hai so <coughs> we were building the liquid uh, aum then we were building the ultra short aum then and we only did one thing that whatever aum we collected we started doing a systematic transfer plan of that money into equity so we had a very uh, what you can say lopsided book where 90% of my money was at the short end in debt and 10% was in equity way back in 2009 uh, when we had 40 crores i had 30 crores into liquid ultra short and fmps and out of 10 crores i had 5 crores in equity and 5 crores in mips back then 
as we stand today mr rao out of uh, give or take 6000 crores assets under management we have 3000 crores in equity and we have 3000 crores in debt so uh, the earlier part where we said that nobody concentrates on debt because who is our real competition our real competition is not the ifa next door or the mutual fund who is promoting direct our real competition is fixed deposit holders and the fixed deposit holders if i am able to convert him to my office i think going forward i can probably take the entire wallet share from that customer so we tried and uh, tested model for us was the debt portion and from that debt portion then we started stps then we did sips and it creates a happy experience if you do 3 year fmbs at the end of 3 years his 100 has gone to probably 122 and he says okay in 3 years my money has grown and then he gives you more money but as ifas i think we have missed the bus when it comes to debt uh, everybody was so busy calculating the trail on the equity that they missed the debt side completely and believe me you debt is more uh, what you can say challenging than equity you have to read a lot in debt uh, equity everybody can tell you but that you have to have your own uh, study on that absolutely i think it's it's a, it's a great strategy and uh, uh, i i also look at everyone need to look at this particular statement of you to look uh, how you can get the people on the debt there is a huge opportunity for everyone and it's also a right way to manage customers money because uh, you will be more com comfortable and uh, i also like you know uh, i i think you said sometime back uh, uh, like uh, the expectations on the return is created by all of us not the uh, like sales people create expectations of customers but not the customer customer is not expecting the uh, on the returns and uh, retaining existing clients it will become much more easier when you adapt this strategy and you are also right currently i was reading a report uh, day before yesterday roughly around 16 and a half lakh crores has moved to savings bank account during last 6 months means that is the money which is lying for every one of us and that anyone can do a right strategy you can always make your clients happy and mr rao let me uh, also remind everyone that uh, there are three profit pools when it comes to this business uh, one is amc one is distribution and one is clients uh, if the client is making money not necessarily the amc and distribution are making money uh, if the i'll give you an example uh, if i am selling a etf to a client neither the amc nor the distributor are making money but the client is making money right so the profit pool now is with the customer uh, during credit fund crisis the profit pool was in favor of the distribution and the asset management company while the clients were not making any money and uh, during debt you can always say that a client comes in with an expectation of uh, fd plus kind of return on a post tax basis and in that if you can give a low expense ratio debt fund i think the client is happy the distributor happy and the amc is happy 
So we need to find where all the stakeholders in this business, uh, how can the profit pool be equally shared or in a particular ratio with everyone. And that is going to be the key going forward that how will you adjust? And that's why creating happy investors. Uh, so people tell me when you hire people, what happens if they leave? Will they take your customers away? So first of all, they will leave because you have not treated them well, uh, that you should be aware. Second is if they take away customers, they will take 5% or 10% of your customers. It means that you have done a sloppy job of not being in touch with them. So you can't blame the guy who left and took away customers. It's us that we don't have a CRM system wherein once a month, uh, something goes from the CEO's desk or the owner's desk to all the customers. I think that is something which we have learned during the pandemic that uh, constant communication is important and you need to have a clear and uh, open line with you and the customer. That is what I think is of paramount importance. This is a great learning and uh, communication good time is fine. Communication bad time is the most important. I agree uh, with you. I think uh, Manish Dangi keeps selling us every time on the dead side whenever we are looking at uh, we are not doing right thing and he says this is where like even you know some of the funds when he is managing he positions in such a way bank fd plus something you know it's a one percent or two percent i think if you are looking at that you are you have done your job and your clients are very happy and uh, moving from here i thought uh, there is one question which is bothers most of the mfds today is uh, the direct piece and uh, is there is an impact on your business in the direct or how you perceive this is it the threat or is it an opportunity uh, so we, we lost some customers to the direct side of the business uh, on the promoter and the corporate side uh, and uh, fairly right so that uh, if these guys are only looking for cost saving uh, products uh, and not timely advice and if they feel they have the wherewithal to take that call by all means you should go. How many IFAs actually put in their own money on the direct code and uh, not on their own code? That should tell you the answer that uh, when it comes to yourself, uh, you are ready to book a ticket through make my trip and save that 500 rupees and not call up your airline ticket operator. But when your customer does that, you are probably worried that boss may itness service there now, but why is he moving to direct? Uh, I think in India cost is uh, very much important and everybody uh, has a lot of emphasis on cost. Uh, I think we should take away the uh, discussion from cost to value and if I can justify my value uh, even 300 rupees 3000 rupees or 30 lakh rupees as fees I think if the customer values that there will be no problem in paying you even 30 lakh rupees a year uh, I don't think so uh, that's a problem yes direct uh, what has happened is uh, there will be a lot of change uh, within the advisory uh, regime now, and I'm not talking advisory as in the RIA, uh, I'm using a generic term uh, advisory, incidental advice and all of that, is that if the difference in the expense ratio can't be justified as my value, I will lose customers. Uh, if I can't, if I'm going to give the same paracetamol from uh, my chest drawers for any and every disease what you get, uh, like Mr. Ra, I'll tell you that uh, everybody says that uh, SIP karo must rao. So for any problem in the world, we are saying that SIP is the only answer. Uh, probably the answer is not that. Uh, in the last five years, you have seen that. In the last five years, your SIP have not delivered. 
and uh, we get one whatsapp somewhere and we circulate it with uh, everyone on that uh, story i don't think so that's right we have to be innovative and an advisor now has to be innovative not only in products but also he has to be innovative in the way he communicates i think the innovation in communication is lacking and if we innovate take them away from uh, xrr return but take them towards an amount so if i say mr rao last year 5 years ago you were at uh, 40 lakh rupees sir today you are at 70 lakh rupees will it make you happy or will you look at the xrr still i think the innovation in communication is lacking if we bring that innovation in communication rather than looking at uh, uh, just the xrr numbers i think you need empathy with the clients that empathy is missing Uh, rather than it is the sympathy which you are trying to give because the sips are not making any returns so uh, i think it is more of empathy listen to your client and try to be in his shoes when he says that i have not made returns if market has not delivered no problem but if market has delivered and we have not delivered he has all the right to go to a direct client so it is more about what value you are going to create in a client's portfolio and can you demonstrate that value can you be innovative in products can you be innovative in communication can you be innovative in technology i think if you do that the customer it's the hook uh, which should bring the customer back to you on a day in day out basis and what is that hook that hook might be a 2 minute video of ks rao which will bring distributors to birla that uh, hook can be a, a blog which amit will write for its customers which is a 2 minute read but it should attract customers and say okay i need to be with this guy so what is that hook i think every distributor needs to find that hook why will customers stay with him and if i am losing the hook i think customers will go direct i don't blame the amcs here neither i blame anybody else because cost has always been the factor and i will also go for a direct plan if i am saving for the same advice what you are giving me for 5 years so i don't see there is a problem there i think it's it's, a, it's it's again it comes with lot of wisdom from you i think people have to take, we all have to take with a pinch of salt and you are right uh, the conviction which i should have the consistency of communication and the innovation in what i am doing it and uh, you are right on the cost benefit analysis uh, we do on the normal finance projects your customer benefit analysis if we as an advisor if i can do i am always be successful and which side of the kind you are and we keep i i keep telling in some of my programs you know sometimes you need to willing to go give off some of your customers don't worry too much about it as like because some uh, like uh, that will not be a upstander but 90% of the people will stay with you 
now that's a so what i do is if i want to make the competition busy the customers which i don't want i tell them please go to this guy he is very good he'll be able to handle you better so that's <laughs> i think that's how you maintain your competition also that your competition is busy in servicing the tail rather than attacking your top of the pyramid clients Oh, it is a true war strategy. Amazing, <laughs> and uh, like uh, Amitji, uh, coming back, uh, this is the during last uh, six months of the COVID, and uh, no, we always talk about the VUCA world, but it is truly this time VUCA. What we experienced is much much bigger, and uh, I loved one acronym which you made it for COVID. That is a uh, uh, C for the changing in the industry dynamics and O for the. oversight and regulations v is the volatility in market and uh, i is in uh, increasing in the cost and d is decreasing in the revenue which has truly proved for it but post covid how is the distribution is getting changed or what is that you anticipate uh, now so i think uh, major difference is that uh, we should not sell the service uh, but we should brand the customer experience and i have been an advocate of branding the customer experience so during covid how i have managed the experience will actually tell me how am i going to do post covid uh, because at uh, many points of uh, distraction for the customer you have seen uh, robin hood investors going and opening 2 and 1/2 lakh 3 lakh demat accounts uh, every month with uh, platforms uh, i think if you are able to retain your base more or less to do what they were doing before covid uh, then i think you should be in a good shape uh i sir the key to a, what you can say a success or a brand success uh, is self definition i think it is more to do with transparency uh, you should be authentic and you should be accountable to your customers uh, it doesn't mean that you can't make mistakes you can't make losses in clients portfolio but if you are accountable and if you are authentic if customers take you at face value whether it is covid pre covid post covid i don't think so you will lose customers so uh, for us calling up customers proactively and being in touch with them was the single most agenda in the 3 months 4 months where we were not attending offices and uh, i give full credit to my entire team that they were working 10 12 hours a day uh, trying to uh, talk to customers and you are aware we had a first time uh, six sigma event where a company shut down uh, six of their schemes and you had to talk to almost all customers who were invested in those schemes because you have uh, actually said that there is liquidity in this product and suddenly the liquidity is dried up you don't have liquidity and you don't know when you will get liquidity so i think that authenticity and accountability if you go do that with transparency i think customers will stay customers will not move from you and that is something which we have tried to do in the last 4 months i think again you know this is the 
time anyone is facing the challenges i think uh, sometimes as an mfd i feel i am facing the challenge sometimes as an amc i feel i am facing the challenge but let me you, i mean you put it rightly when you are coming with empathy even my customer is facing a challenge and how i can understand him well is more than the return sometimes his money lockdowns his purpose is not served or he got the money he do not know what he need to do i think communication connect can make all that difference i really appreciate kudos to your team uh, for uh, taking time and connecting and connecting with empathy at that, at that moment during the lockdown pallav took the onus on himself and he said we'll do webinars for people actually webinars on zoom we were the first in the country that we started doing a webinar because uh, for us satisfaction sir is a brand i mean one everybody says that satisfaction is a brand satisfaction is a brand we believe satisfaction is a rating loyalty is a brand so how do i earn that loyalty is if i keep on doing good webinar like we had prasun joshi uh, who came on and completely different topic and uh, we had 3000 people that day who logged in now if we can and that's that's the hook what i was talking of that if you can identify the hook and keep customers to you uh, then i think that is more important so uh, never ever compete on prices Uh, what is the direct plan? What is never ever compete on prices. Instead, compete on services uh, and innovation, and that has been the mantra. So during COVID, it was only uh, service and innovation in technology and communication. I think uh, it's again a great learning. Probably part of it I, we have imbibed at uh, Aditya Birla. I can uh, say it here, uh, like um, you know, when we uh, in the March when the lockdown has started. i was talking to my team how we can engage and we just moved to the zoom and the, and then i said at that time you cannot talk equity debt and you do not have any directions and for the customers and distributors we have created a common platform which is called uh, a webinars a series of webinars i called it is a coping with the covid need of the r h o u r and that h o u r is an acronym like the way you created a covid acronym this h o u r is an acronym h is a hope o is an optimism u is an understanding r is a resilience wow. and and incidentally for me the speakers were uh, the spiritual masters and the global uh, uh, coaches and the healers and the doctors and uh, they were coming and giving those optimism and uh, making things happen uh, that has given lot of comfort to the advisors as well as for the investors i think it is true and uh, i fully agree that is the time you need to hand hold correct so mr out two things which prevent us uh, from happiness and we started with happiness so two things which uh, prevent us from happiness is one is living in the past uh, and the second is observing others uh, if i just keep aside these two things i think we all are happy living in the past and comparing myself with someone if i just get this done with then i think we will be truly happy that is what we should advocate it to customers as well and covid is a better time it starts us one is you can't go outside and more time you got to stay inside probably go inside that's one part of it and second part is parked in the garage or maruti parked elsewhere doesn't make it difference both of them are stand still and uh, like you know we got to know the value of uh, what can give value what cannot give value and uh, i think uh, and we all most of us we moved from me me to wev i think you know i need to take care of others and uh, to like it's like if i if, if other person is good i'll also be good you know it's uh, and also like uh, and uh, it's there is a sanity in everything that's uh, 
fantastic and moving back on the distribution side uh, uh, like in the last few days after the service and when you said earlier on the direct customers i loved this quote by our sebi uh, chief this is abhimanyu entered into the market right and hopefully we get our advisors converting these abhimanyus not to become the victims but they become the victors and uh, looking at uh, the prospects for the mf distribution lot of chart is happening in the last few days when i was doing any webinars i see in the chart section topic could be something else everyone is worried what will happen to me and that's a do you think uh, uh, i mean you know existing distributors got an opportunity to grow or what is that they need to do uh, so i think shakespeare said what's in a name uh if you are mfd or if you are ri or if you are ifa or whatever uh, you are still going to do the job what you are going to do uh, incidental advice is not being taken out uh, i only have one word of caution here and uh, uh, sir we all aspire that uh, i should do one course in iim ahmedabad or isb hyderabad and i should get that recognition or accreditation with me now Uh, for a non-individual player uh, who has a private limited company or a LLP, uh, even if you do a RI today, uh, in a private limited company you can do a separate identifiable department or division, uh, and uh, you have to pass the 10A-10B exam. You should be a postgraduate, and you can apply for a RI. Now, if you do a RI, Mr. Rao, and suppose you are a IFA and I am a IFA. and we both have our offices next to each other on the road and uh, you put out a board outside saying ks rao mfd and i put out a board next to you saying that amit bivalkar sebi registered investment advisor what will have more value right so okay. if you do a ri you aspire to have a, a certificate course from iim or isb here sebi is giving you a branding for 5 lakh rupees for 5 years which is 1 lakh rupee a year which is 8000 rupees a month to become ri uh, is it that bad not to become ri they don't say that you don't do mfd right correct so at 8000 rupees if i am getting a sebi registered board outside my company uh, i don't think so we should lose it whether you have hordes of customers in ri i don't know but uh, whether you need to have a ri yes it gives me a better handle on my processes it's like getting a iso 9001 because the next time there will be audit they will lay down processes they will have a questionnaire where if there is a problem in my processes i can uh, resurrect it i can correct it and probably it will take me to a better organization so i think if you are okay with a 8000 rupee branding uh, from sebi per month i think it's cheaper than uh, what you have as a office assistant today it's how you look at uh, the problem people generally tend to look at it emotionally i try to look at it more logically uh, whatsapp university i don't participate into what is happening and what is not happening uh, we are we are what we repeatedly do sir and i think excellence uh, then is not an act but a habit you need absolutely to, you need to actually think of what you want to do in the future am i happy with what i am doing we have built sapient like a practice sir uh, wherein the top partners will retire there will be new people who will take over this company we want this like a profession like a chartered accountancy firm like a lawyer firm wherein new ideas will come new people will come and take this forward but the foundation has to be very very strong 
So if it is RIA, yes, we have already applied and I think we'll go ahead with the RI license as well. So I don't see this as a major problem. It's just that a small section of the society, uh, they just put away one message and then everything uh, gets lopsided on the discussion front. Uh, I think we need to step back and think uh, at 8,000 rupees, if I'm getting a registration, should I do it or not do it? And effectively, both will coexist now, yes. and and uh, you you have a demand for both. And uh, it, like you know, uh, like sometime back, I was reading. Uh, this is an article from our Canadian partner, and um, uh, where it is mentioned, it's a very wonderful case study they did, and uh, they are partnering in multiple countries as a uh, their fund their fund businesses MFS and. Uh, it mentioned it's like you know prosperity and financial intermediaries grow together. Right. And there is no question of growing economy and uh, and prosperity tend to increase with the number of financial intermediaries. And right. other way around, there was also an evidence which they suggested, uh, like, you know, financial intermediaries increase in the society is increase the prosperity of the citizens. Yeah. And you know, this is one of the, that's a fantastic study. Yeah. And uh, in the current scenario today, uh, like when I was looking at insurance, uh, uh, for example, our own insurance arm, they may have a hundred thousand uh, captive distributors. Today, entire mutual fund industry, we are not, last month data I was looking at Carvi and CAMS together, something around 28,000 distributors who got a, uh, you know, upfront check. Means, you know, there is a, and there is a huge need of the distribution. And what is your advice for AMC since you come from the AMC as well as uh, on the distribution paternity side now? So, uh... I think one, one generally needs to understand that uh, it needs both sides to build bridges. Uh, one side cannot build bridge. And uh, therefore, most of the times, uh, are we trying to push down a product the distribution channel's throat? Or are we trying to actually tell them that you can choose a product? We have seen AMC is actually pushing a product uh, rather than saying that uh, this is a neutral product and whenever you feel uh, you are ready, then you can actually do that. So more importantly, it's the uh, framework uh, what an AMC should bring to table. Uh, not a person-centric framework, but a process-centric uh, framework. Like uh, I was speaking to somebody and he said that everybody says that we buy quality companies. So it should actually come out that whether you bought Nestle when the Maggie problem actually came forefront. Because Nestle was still a quality company. So if you're buying Nestle today, nobody is going to uh, talk about it. But did you buy Nestle when the Maggie problem actually hit the society? Uh, I think framework for the AMCs is more important. You need to define what is the framework from the AMC. Uh, and second thing is that I generally, whenever AMCs advertise on billboards or banners, uh, a particular fund, I generally try to exit that fund. 
because then it has reached its uh, peak, what you can say, admiration. Uh, and then they are trying to advertise that fund. I generally get out of such funds. It is more of asset allocation, what needs to be taught uh, from the AMC side. And uh, I think, Mr. Rao, it will be a time where uh, you are going to do an omnibus fund of funds, wherein you will have one fund of Birla and maybe four funds of uh, other AMCs. I think that is going to be the trend going forward. Uh, and that is going to be really, really useful. I think that will happen. Oh, it's a it's a lot to learn from all of us. I think it's you've given a good insights, though. Like you know, some of us may not take it as a straight advice. It's it's a fantastic advice to look at. But I'll uh, I would like to add something here. Uh, way back in 2015, I mean, when I took this new profile, I said, uh, let us uh, make the distribution community start uh, stop talking about the product, start talking about the customer and customer goals. And uh, we have a limited CFPs. We can't get the everywhere CFPs. And uh, at that time, we thought. Uh, then we we said at least to change the language, we brought in this new course called CFGP, Chartered Financial Goal Planning. And everyone can have a dialogue of goals. The moment you utter starting goals, then you know you will less talk about the product. And that's where we had around 11,000 certified goal planners where we tried. But I also look at like this when we are getting these new distributors or any of the existing distributor they need to keep themselves what to promote what not to promote you know framework for myself because as a like you know as a sapient i mean each of them their individual names what is important for me the manufacturer what part of the manufacturer i need to take what part i can omit you know i need not have everything and uh, like an everything for me i think i personally feel both sides it needs to be required and uh, yes uh, but incidentally uh, fund houses at, at fund houses still we have not added value in getting the large new distributors uh, that's a big challenge. If Sir, you have I, these... I have one uh, one apprehension though. Uh, in the when you said that uh, between MFD and RIS uh, and the regulation and everybody is talking about it, uh, why is SEBI not doing this compulsory for institutional sales teams for AMCs who directly communicate with the clients? Should they not be 10A, 10B cleared because they are actually acting as advisors and the money flows into direct plans? Uh, being a robo and a RIA, there is only one team, but all the techies uh, who are then in a robo platform, should they also be RIAs? Because here in the RIA regulation, they have said that the service relationship manager should also be uh, 10A, 10B cleared. Right. I think that is something uh, which is going to be very tough. If they come out with a 10A, 10B regulation for all the MC guys, uh, who talk to customers or the telephone, uh, what you have uh, teleoperators on your uh, toll free numbers because they speak to customers, they should also be 10A, 10B cleared. I think uh, one should write about it to the regulator that this needs to be done. I'm sure regulator got a lot of years here and there. This will go there now. I look forward and uh, it's, it's, it's a good to be there. I mean, any advice it has to get. Uh, I personally feel whether, you know, I belong to the institutional or say retail, like, you know, whether I am driving a Merc or whether I am driving a Alto, uh, I need to have a driving license. I need to have an efficiency of driving because Absolutely. I am on the road and accidents can happen either side. Absolutely. And, uh, that's the way. And coming back on this RIA model, uh, execution only model or hybrid fee plus execution model under uh, corporate IFA, which is better in the future and uh, what do you feel what is your what are your ideas uh, i think so most importantly it's uh, 
are you worth the buck what the client is paying you be it in form of commissions or be it in form of fee uh, so that will decide whether i should go in for execution or i should go in for a combination or i should go in only for a fee so uh, i don't think so there is a straight jacketed formula as to whether i should stay as a mfd only execution mode or i should have some part of it as uh, ri and some as so on the group level or on the client uh, family level you are not allowed to do that even if you have a ri license right so you will have a choice of customers either in mfd or in ri so people who value paying you most of them have a uh, what you can say fear that i will not get my fees the next year right uh, you have some of the big uh, wealth management companies who have written who are listed they have written that we are surrendering our ri license and uh, we will be doing mfds please remember the entire world is uh, circulating this message and saying finally they know what is the power of distribution please understand they have a pms license in both their companies and they can do a portfolio management service and they can do a non discretionary pms as well and they can charge fees so this is a alternative to ri what they have found out so before actually jumping and uh, congratulating each other that distribution is the way to go i think there is a lot of learning one needs to have when these biggies take this decision i think i have personally learned a lot from the whatsapp message rather than forwarding it without understanding the implication of that so pure mfd i think it should work well in the retail segment uh, the mass affluent segment but in the uh, ultra hni variety and the corporate uh, variety i think you will have uh, probably a advisory model which will play through i think it's good uh, it's it's a thank you so much for a, such a long chat we will as uh, we will seek some of those questions and some of the questions coming from the participants we can have those answering and uh, it's always great to connect and uh, this conversation can ever end it can go for an hour and i can learn more and more and it will be more learning for many people but we are in mutual business so i will learn from you and uh, you will probably have some stupid answers from me nay nice. that's nice and we are with a cafe mutual and aditya birla here and it's good and you know during the crisis of the lockdown i would like to say something that's uh, uh, when i heard uh, one of your mantras when you said uh, like you know during the crisis don't talk act and don't say show and don't promise uh, prove and this is a mantra of you i quoted i mean you know many of my meets uh, it's like uh, many of my webinars i was mentioning your name and i was quoting of course i have not taken a permission and this also goes with i learned from of my previous bosses uh, like you know he used to always tell us uh, in every meet uh, don't prove your prominence by dominance but prove your prominence by significance enhancing your significance and contribution to the organization great and uh, it's like you know this will always go well with the philosophy what you said uh, and you also used to sell you you mentioned sometime back i heard that uh, 
uh, whether you are getting it first or you are giving it first, giving it first. which way it is coming in. And so, that, the MFD RI, sir, what uh, our uh, thinking should be that uh, life is all about peace of mind. And uh, peace of mind is all about never mind. So, <laughs> if you can keep that in mind, I think we'll have uh, peace of mind on to. Uh, I, I think MFD RI, we are blowing it out of proportion. Whatever model we choose, it will be good. Uh, if we keep customers in focus, I think the customer and the market will show us which model to follow. Yeah, I think that is I have learned from it. That's excellent. You know, I, I also said to someone the other day, like, you know, I may not call you as an IFA. I will... I mean, whether you are an RIA, but both will fall under category of IFI, like, you know, independent financial intermediaries. And uh, I defined uh, IFI as uh, let us work. I mean, if you are working on your strengths and you are working on your values, uh, you become and you create an IFI. That is the infinite faith in intermediaries. You know, wow. it's, uh, it's like, you know, you need to work on that. And um, since today we are at a cafe mutual, that cafe could be complete access for the financial and emotional well-being of the individuals. And uh, I, I quote in my meets when I end, I come from ABC. For all us, all of us, ABC should be always be cheerful. That is a mantra of your happiness to your customers. I think we'll uh, I'll wind up and take some questions and really glad. I'm energized with your uh, session and uh, connecting with you. It's like great talking to you. Or, I think like, you, you love ABC also, and that ABC stands for Amit Bivalkar's company. Wow, <laughs> and that's great. And I, for us, it's like you know, A Balasubramanyam too, right? AB right. and AB. That's another way to connect with on. And I always start with my uh, whenever I do uh, youngsters any session, I said, "What is your ABC? That is your aspiration, belief, and commitment." And end of it, you need to conclude whatever you do. You do need to with the ABC that is always be cheerful. Give your best out of you. Not there's a compulsion, KRA, KPI. It has to come inside. I also keep telling market PE can have a fluctuation. Your PE should not. That your PE is something, your passion and enthusiasm. That should always go up. And your EPS will be always on the positive side. And uh, Absolutely. It's great and uh, I look forward. Thank you so much. Well, I think and, Prem, Anita, uh, everybody at Cafe Mutual and also Mr. Rao and your team at uh, Birla. Uh, I am really grateful that uh, you invited me here and uh, hope that uh, we have probably tried to scratch the surface on whatever questions you uh, asked. Uh, and for me, ABC will be always, always better control on whatever you do. Fantastic. With this, uh, thank you so much, Amit. Uh, uh, indeed, uh, great again. It's great learnings. I mean, it, you, it's not the scratching you did, and uh, it was a great. All I think I have no words, and a uh, lot of questions were pouring in. I request audience to uh, have some more questions on the uh, chat section as well as Q and A. Let me take a privilege to answer and grill more and get more. And it's a moving encyclopedia. Uh, Amit, uh, to his surprise, is to his name is infinite of wisdom. Is a and uh, like no. Uh, I mean, here is a question which has come to me uh, when you are talking about hiring the salespeople. I mean, I'm scared to hire salespeople uh, because I'm worried that they will steal my clients and start on their own. Maybe like, uh, they say, I grow the person, then person leaves, you know, these are the problems uh, people will feel it. And so uh, we are in a business uh, where uh, we have to hire talent which is going to grow with your company. Uh, 
and because of that uh, hiring actually the company grows so if the company grows then you can actually uh, stay him uh, what what can i say if you if you pay him uh, well if you take care of his needs and if you can probably direct him as to what he needs to do two years down the line three years down the line five years down the line if the customer moves then clearly it is a problem of the company not the rf because that means it's like uh, selling a fund manager and not the process uh, if the customer is with sapient he should be with sapient because he likes what the process at sapient is uh, if the customer is because of the rm then clearly there is no process but it's personal touch of the guy with the client uh, i think we have to em- uh, lay a lot of emphasis on uh, the process what we follow uh, you have to be as i said authentic and you have to be transparent uh, you can do you can lose customers you can because of an rf i think uh, maintain a family like relationship within your company uh, you should stand first before his uh, brother sisters or friends when there is a problem at his house uh, i think if you can maintain that and if you maintain it as a family uh, mr rao let me ask you a question if you have 100 crores in your bank and then you keep on adding zeros to that 100 does it really matter it doesn't matter right because absolutely absolutely you have actually made your money now uh, if the same principle because of the trail model if the advisors have earned good money uh, i don't think so there should be a problem uh, in giving out to your uh, uh, people in the company like for example we have a ops head uh, who has come in from a broking house and today i am sitting here but he is working till 12 o'clock every night to ensure that there is no mismatch in the even all transaction go through now if there is a problem there at uh, his family i should be the first guy to reach Uh, during pandemic if somebody is staying in a society which gets locked down i should be the first guy to reach it's about how uh, harmonious uh, environment can you keep within your company uh, clients will come and clients will go sir but uh, i think if you can uh, maintain the relationships within the company uh, i think you will not find uh, rms leaving you or sales guy leaving you or offset leaving you you should be you should be absolutely transparent uh, in the pay packages sharing of revenues and you should be transparent if there is a mistake you should tell him up front uh, if there is a good job done you should appreciate within all so appreciation has to be in public and uh, giving him some uh, dosages when he actually makes a mistake has to be in private i think customers will not leave you if you have a good uh, connect with your employees yeah that's a that's a very detailed answer amit ji and uh, here is a follow up question probably it is it is coming from a different uh, uh, participant and mr alok dubey uh, question hai does non compete agreements work with sales employees uh, i think non compete se zyada what is more critical is non disclosure uh, we are managing clients money so you should have a non disclosure agreement with employees that employee data is not discussed in public that definitely has weightage non compete agreements you can do but are you willing to fight a court case for that i don't think so we have time uh, to get into that kind of suspect uh, at at points of time you you might want to do that to set an example uh, but i don't think so you should be entering into a courthouse uh, for a employee Uh, it should have been mutual exit for both uh, 
and the employee should realize that i should not do this actually excellent jaise aap process ke bare mein baat kar rahe the here is a question on the process which says uh, the heart of the mfd profession is investment selection what is your process that process cannot be what you can say uh, shared in say 5 minutes or 10 minutes uh, what i can only say is that one of my colleague uh, amit basu uh, who runs the symphonia platform he actually had uh, told me dikw mr rao and that is uh, data when processed is information when used is knowledge which creates into wisdom so i think we have a lot of data in house uh, how do we process it is more important which gets transformed into information uh, translating that into selection of schemes becomes uh, knowledge and uh, getting customers to buy in and then they reap the benefit will be recognized as the wisdom of uh, sapient uh, we give a lot of attention to factors which are not important i think fund selection se jyada asset allocation pe we should be more concerned upon uh, in the long term equities make money whichever scheme you take if you have a 10 year 15 year view i don't think so any scheme will uh, disappoint you uh, for that 5 10% tactical allocation we try to go into sector funds uh, what is more critical is asset allocation but even if on the process if somebody really wants to know what is the kind of process uh, i have my research team whenever time permits mr rao i'll ask him to uh, share it with you where you can actually talk to many mfds about this sure we can have a separate session with him on the process it would be a great thing to learn and uh, nice uh, your framework of dikw it is it's, it's a data to information information to knowledge and to the wisdom probably distributors information and uh, knowledge to the wisdom is the key here uh, here is another interesting question uh, often my clients approach me with their own preferences of funds etc based on what they see or hear from the media or neighbors which are not good most of the times how should i deal with such situations uh uh what is more critical is that uh, this is news which have already happened uh, right if you today invest in a banking psu fund which has delivered 11% in the last year we exactly know that it is not going to deliver uh, in the coming year the same returns what it has generated over the last year similarly it is out of uh, your own authority that when a client comes to you and says that uh, okay i need to buy this first of all that means that he doesn't recognize us as advisor he recognizes us as a form filler uh, and if he is very much uh, uh, recognizing us as a form filler i think we should not argue we should just give out that but we should put an email sir as uh, selected by you following is the link for the transaction please authorize i put everything on record mr rao if a client comes to me and says that i want to buy this so i put it in my diary and i tell the client okay aapne bola hai aapko lena hai main le raha hu so the next quarterly review meeting when he comes and he says ye fund perform nahi kar raha hai i just refer to the page and show him sir ye aapne bola tha isliye maine liya hai doesn't mean maine jo bola tha wo it is doing wonders i'm not saying that but at every point of time you have to make people accountable if that guy comes and says i want to invest here then we have to say that okay if you want you can invest here but we'll make a note of it and then in the next review meetings we'll follow up 
Yeah, that would be a nice part of the process. It's very interesting. And a lot of appreciation for you, Mitji, for your candid wisdom and conversation. I'll read out all those appreciations at the end. Then before I complete some of the questions, uh, uh, yes, Mr. Pankaj Patil, what value-added services do you offer to the customers? I know it's very short time. You can't tell many things. You already shared some. But if you have anything to say. Uh, I think what transcribes us is from the... Uh, vision statement and that is nothing but to be a admired wealth management company uh, that is what we aspire to be and in that wealth management process whatever we can give to the client uh, uh, that all we will provide so if it is uh, making wills if it a pms if it's uh, aif uh, if it's stock broking we might not do it but we do have associates in place who can actually serve the customers and therefore, whatever value add the client needs, if I can do it with the same confidence that I am going to serve the client, then only I will be doing it. So uh, whatever the customer needs, if I have confidence in the third party service provider, I will definitely do it. That's great. What is value to the customer is the most important. And here is an interesting question. It's uh, Kiran Rajendran. Uh, he's asking a question. He says, uh, how can a beginner uh, how can a beginner of MFD, a mutual fund distributor, scale up his business? What are the steps to follow? I think. Uh... Okay, so Mr. Rao, uh, back in old days when there was a, a marriage in the house, uh, and if you are writing uh, invitation cards, if you are making a list for invitation cards, they always used to say that you will remember 52 names. It's called rule of 52. And uh, every IFA can try that tonight. Uh, when they go home or they are at home, they will uh, think of uh, that there is a marriage of son or daughter and they can write names. You can think of 52 names at one go. Those 52 are your first clients whom you should approach. And believe me, you those 52 have their own 52 lists. So that is how we have grown and that is how I think you can definitely scale up your business. Have a target in mind, have a purpose in mind and just go out there and go with confidence. I think that is more important. Fabulous, simplified 52 by 52. It's uh, multiplying the networking. In fact, uh, sometime back I was, uh, uh, I was listening to one of the interviewers uh, from, this is a Malaysian insurance company. He says, my target, uh, my references are uh, always brothers-in-law. I will go for the reference of one brother-in-law. Then I'll go to ask his brother-in-law. Then I'll go to ask his brother-in-law so that I get that, uh, you know, it's a brother's-in-law will be my reference points. It's, uh, and here is a question from Vinit Kandare. It's, uh, how did you appeal to Zen Z? It's a... Uh, if you follow our uh, Instagram or Facebook page, uh, we did a Game of Thrones uh, initiative uh, on the Instagram stories. Uh, we, we try to connect with uh, what is the latest trend and then convert it into uh, information which is related to investments. And we try to talk to Gen Z in that way. Very good. I think, you know, this generation who is on the Instagram, Instagram with the instant gratification and advising them to come and get to the delayed gratification is a great task for the advisors and uh, good to have. Uh, this is a question from Premanshu Das. Uh, why not AMC pay brokerage within three to four working days of the next month? Uh, uh, last, I think this question, Mr. Das, uh, most of the AMCs I feel it may be doing. And uh, I'm sorry, I think it's uh, 
is asking about how why the brokerage should not be released in the four three to four days. I think that is happening. And uh, uh, the look the way is the question is uh, would you recommend hiring fresher and train him or hire experienced guys from the banking sector? The cost of unlearning is too high than cost of learning. So if you want to develop a good individual to stay with you for 10, 15 years, I think hiring freshers is good. Uh, but if you have a set practice and you want uh, your top pyramid customers to be given to an experienced guy, you can definitely have an experienced guy in the company. That's a good question. Good, a good one. Uh, Dinesh Jain uh, is asking very question on uh, dear Amit sir, how to move from one to 10 like you in the debt, debt knowledge. Currently, I may be at five to six. I think uh, Dinesh ji, uh, we do a lot of sessions on the debt modules. Please do join. Or if you need one-on-one -on -one coach, I can get one of my best debt guys. But of course, I'll answer, Amit ji will answer this. No, I think on the debt piece, uh, many people feel that this is a product of 6 months, so why do you have to Believe me you that uh, today CNBC also stops when Mr. Das is speaking. So I think that is more critical. Debt is an essence of a product which should be with all customers. Uh, and uh, it's a leverage what we talk when we see profitability of uh, companies for equity returns, whether the leverage is two is to one or three is to one financial leverage, operating leverage. So debt is very, very important. Uh, how you can learn debt. Um, I think there are stalwarts in the industry, uh, in the AMCs, in the trainings, uh, they can actually teach you. Uh, try to read a lot about debt. I think a couple of AMCs have done primers on debt. Uh, Birla has been doing primers on debt. So there is a lot of material available there. Uh, and one important thing, Mr. Rao, is that we should keep on referring to this material time and again. Uh, it is not that I read once and I have understood debt. Uh, many a times, there are patterns what you need to identify that whether such kind of scenario had happened earlier. And then you can take a strategic call uh, in the client's portfolio. I think that has helped us. So debt, there are a lot of primers. You can definitely refer to that. And then, of course, speak to the fund manager and understand what is happening in the market. Thank you for the detailed answer. I think there are a lot of questions. You hope you have enough time. I'll uh, run through and... Uh, no, we can, we, can, we can do that, sir. Uh, that's great. Uh, friends, I think, you know, I have a few more questions. If you have anything to put, uh, uh, like, you know, Amit is too glad to and, uh, answer it. And uh, it's like a lot of questions, I think, preempted and answered by himself during the last uh, the talk itself. And uh, of course, uh, and here is a Bhavesh Parikh. Uh, how frequently we should have portfolio review meetings with clients? So uh, on the top end, on the uh, top 20% uh, of the customers, we do it on a quarterly basis. Uh, we have a ABC model in Sapient. We're in uh, A category, B category, and C category. Again, this is uh, learned from the AMCs. Uh, Franklin Templeton uh, actually has a module wherein you don't get convinced if you uh, don't fill in the meetings and if you don't attend uh, to the schedule. So these are some things which have been learned from multinational companies. So we have got an ABC model in place. And according to the ABC category, there is a quarterly, six-monthly, or a one-year review which happens with customers. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, I mean, you know, categorization of the customer and uh, profiling accordingly and engaging accordingly or reviewing accordingly. Here is a question from Mr. Alok. Uh, how far we, in terms of fee-based practice, uh, 
as compared to us or developed countries being a beginner should i start with a fee based or move to stay with mfd which one which one will work uh, us the ip business actually is under big brokers so since i was in fidelity i have seen the fidelity funds network perform in the us uh, there are ifas uh, rausab who are like 100 million dollars and who are still uh, working as a sub broker to somebody uh, in india when we say sub broker we say are ye sub broker hai he is not the main broker i think we need to get away from that fact uh, once you get associated with a big guy it can be anybody uh, i think on the uh, us front you have got charles shaw you got fidelity you have got others who have done a wonderful job uh, of creating those ifas under their big brands so everything else is taken care of and you have to only talk with the customers so uh, alokji what you need to do is you need to identify uh, what is your customer wanting is he ready to pay you fees or is he happy that you get it from the nav uh, and after doing that study you can choose whether you want to go in for ri or uh, mfd business thank you here is a question from avinash uh, it's a uh, um, sir what uh, give me a minute uh, sir what was the approach during the pandemic with reference to client portfolios of course you shared little earlier i think uh, did you switch debt to equity aggressively in march end or uh, uh, or april beginning or what was the way went ahead with this uh, this is to understand how to work with such huge aem how did you stay confident uh, and not getting swayed in the market nice so uh, mr rao success is always written by i mean history is always written by rulers right so i can pretty confidently sit here and say yeah yeah we put a lot of money in april and people have earned 40% in their portfolios i think for customers who understand uh, the markets and the risk thereof we spoke to those customers and asked them to put money uh, during uh, march last week and april first 10 days we definitely called up but those will be probably 5% uh, of the sapiens customer in terms of number and maybe 20 30% in terms of aum uh, for the remaining it was only that there was handholding which was required and it's just that you have to wait through your business it is very simple that till today all the bond funds were giving negative returns mr rao if you see for the last 3 months now right now the today booster shot of shaktikanta das and suddenly you will start looking brighter tomorrow so it's just that when you are in a crisis it is better that you give a two month subscription of netflix to your customer and say that don't watch the market watch some movies and we'll come back to you in couple of months and let's try to assess the situation it's more of handholding process 20 30% of the customers we spoke during march end and april first week we put in money but we have also Uh, booked profits for them in the last month thank you i think you know it's a, sometimes like the now we are in the world of social distance sometimes ask the client to have a portfolio distance stay hooked as long as you are confident that's a good answer to it and uh, there are a lot of appreciations lot of praises i think n number of messages which are coming thanking you i think you know today honestly with me a wonderful celebrity a man with the humility and what not kind here are here are some of the uh, but i think there is a question which is talking about your advice uh, your view on that lot of institutional advisors are surrendering ria license why this is the question from yeah, so uh, as i said that uh, yeah the big guys actually have uh, 200 or 300 rms 
uh, and in the RI regulation, every chat, every email, every phone call, every WhatsApp has to be stored for five years. So coordinating that in a big team is really a tough job. The alternate to that is if you have a PMS or a non-discretionary PMS already available, then I think people will use that instead of doing it through the RI model. Here is a praise. Here is a praise for you. This is coming from Suresh DV. He says very thought-provoking session and excellent rhyming quotes. And I, I believe all the quotes used by Amit is 100% he follows. I think I love th those quotes from you. And here is uh, Rajesh Jain says, uh, thank you so much. And Aparao, very good insights. Anand Jain, superb session. Rajesh Jain, thanks, great insights. Anita says, thank you, wonderful. And um, uh, here is a question, uh, I, like, you know, this is, uh, I didn't understand Mr. Basu is asked this question. I am with ABC MFD. Why will I leave him to sapient? I I didn't understand Mr. Basu on this. Uh, I mean, you know, what is this question? But in any case, uh, um, uh, like uh, it, it's it's uh, it's all uh, uh, Amit is shared his wisdom and um, uh, it's a Vijay Lakshmi asking a question. Uh, like you know, how do you answer the customer if SIP's performance for five years is not good? And uh, I mean, uh, the, what, what is the way to hold that client? Uh, the simple logic is that this has happened in the past. Uh, when you stay a 12% CAGR for a period of 10 years, uh, for eight years, you might get a mediocre return of 5-6% on your portfolio. And the last two years actually are your kicker and you make up for uh, the minimal performance what you have done in the last 5-6 years. It's just that you have to uh, talk about compounding and hold his hands and probably show your own account statement that you have continued your SIP and not stopped. I think that gives the maximum confidence to the customer. So owner of the hotel ETR, if you follow in practice, I think the customer will stay back with you. That's great. I think Anoop has conveyed a message to you. Excellent, Amit. Loud your thoughts and talk. Similarly, Ramniva Sagarwal. And then here is a here is a question from Ashoda Tak. For customer engagement, do you have any loyalty programs, sir? No, we don't. And... Uh, Vinayak has uh, praised you. Vinayak Sapre. Thank you, Vinayak ji. Srinivas uh, Kumar, why not switching of the funds from one fund house to other fund house allowed? I think the Omnibus platform uh, talking to inter RTS is not ready. So once that is ready, it will be allowed. Look forward. And uh, this is a question from, uh, I think Alok is all praise for your humility. Alok, Amit's humility is most admired. I think we admire Amit of everything. And uh, Jyoti Patnaik question is coming to you. Uh, it says, uh, currently I'm having around 9.5 crores of AEM. Uh, and I'm also a CFP from uh, Odisha. And a few HNIs and majority retail clients. Should I switch to RIA, seek your advice? Probably you can talk privately with uh, Amit ji yeah. to take consultants. That would be the ideal way. Uh, Anup again conveying superb knowing about knowing you from Amit. Uh, and here is uh, uh, Avinash Patna, Patankar. Amit, you are wonderful as usual. Only problem these days that we meet only with through webinars. Hoping to meet you soon, soon sometime. And uh, uh, thanks, thanks message from Avinash Mehta. Um, I have heard you from the crash time too. He is uh, bang on the point. I think it's. A, I think you got all the accolades for today. Sirbi Manjrekar, wonderful session. I think a lot of yeah, I think praises. Mr. Uh, Mr. Rao, the more important point is the first per person you have to resurrect is yourself. Uh, and if you can resurrect yourself, you can uh, give guidance to a team. 
so understanding your own follies and mistakes and that's why i said collaboration wherein uh, i have senior members on the team uh, at sapient and whenever there is a mistake these guys actually help me uh, resurrect myself so similarly my sales people or similarly my other colleagues that you need a team uh, a soundboard where uh, everybody is human and everybody can make mistakes it is the team which binds you together and uh, uplifts you when you are down and celebrates with you when you are successful so that team is important sir great amit i think with that i think you know i'll stop the questions and invite prem and uh, amit ji it's uh, I, for me, you made my day, and I, I relish this for a longer period. Probably, I'll save this video with me and uh, keep in my thing to listen now and then. Because I'm sure in one and a half hour, I have never seen so many insights, so much of things, uh, and a lot of things are coming, wisdom flowing through you. It is a uh, uh, like uh, this is a great. Then you know, even in a th one month, if I read so many books, I can't get this. And it's quite useful for every MFD who is in the practice and uh, to get that reinforcement. I am at the right place to do right things, and it's it's a fantastic. Uh, and uh, it's like you know, I, I, the one thing I like it is, is on, on your processes too. Don't oversimplify at the same time. Don't overcomplicate. Be there with what it is. Uh, it's uh, infinite knowledge, true to its name, to Amit and. Uh, uh, all that we need to do is serve our clients with love. With that love is Prem. I'll invite Prem to take over from here. <laughs> and great to be uh, friends. Thanks for being in the call uh, and staying so patiently. It's it's a part of a, a Nipun initiative of Aditya Mirla Sun Life, uh, partnering with Cafe Mutual. We have uh, Amit as the first uh, uh, like you know uh, master to learn, and uh, it's the best master to learn. It's uh, it's a great to accomplish, and uh, I hope trust you are all staying safe. I'm sure we all uh, sail to through and uh, uh, and get get to all that victorious days back again. Uh, and uh, Prem, I invite you here uh, once again. Uh, Amitji, anything you want to say before Prem is coming? You can. I think, uh, I think uh, more important than the speaker, the moderator is the guy who actually navigates uh, through the questions, and he actually charts the way how this discussion will go. Uh, I think I am honored that Mr. Rao was the moderator here because uh, with his uh, suave language and difficult questions, he possesses it as a simple question and then I have to think through as to what I should give an answer. And with Prem, let me tell you that uh, Mr. Rao, whenever uh, Mr. Khatri calls me, so he only says, Mera naam Prem hai, Prem Khatri. And then I said, yes, sir, I'm coming on the panel. Don't worry. <laughs> because we have to actually be very afraid of him. So, but thank you, Prem, and thank you, Mr. Rao. I was really honored and uh, fantastic. Uh, I think we are talking for what one hour forty minutes. Uh, I oh, think yes, I enjoyed yes. a bit, and I didn't really think that we have spent about one hour forty minutes on this. Over to you, Prem. Thank you so much, okay. Prem. Over to you okay. with all the Prem. Okay, uh, uh, thank you so much, uh, Amit, for being with us, and. Uh, uh, being with us, uh, sharing your insights, sharing your knowledge so freely. Uh, Amit, uh, let me tell you that uh, you are definitely a person um, uh, who has impressed me a lot. Uh, and I like the fact that you have not uh, left anything to chance. Uh, you have a view, you have a perspective, you have a process, you have an approach. So, uh, and you've had that from day one, and uh, I've, uh, you've shared some of it with me earlier, and you've shared some of it uh, with us today, all of us. 
so uh, clearly your success is not something which can be attributed to just random acts you know in your case i know this success is fully deserved because this has been thought through there's been a, a method behind this success so it thank you all the team team uh, i think janak rahul pallav paresh sham mudit divya uh, they add a lot of value into what we want to do uh, i think uh, with you with uh, anita around and all of you guys you come up with newer concepts similarly at sapient this teamwork actually has helped so uh, that is more important and uh, what happens is that uh, you can always uh, sit on giant shoulders to see beyond so uh, rupa dhruv or janak or rahul and pallav paresh i think i have been fortunate that i can stand on their shoulders and look beyond that is more critical to us great great and uh, thank you so much uh, uh, mr rao uh, you, you really helped the session so well and uh, just uh, what amit said about you is amit took away the words that are reserved for you आपने किलर स्माइल से अच्छे से अच्छा डेफ्ट वाला क्वेश्चन उनसे पूछा एंड यू डिड अ लॉट ऑफ रिसर्च फॉर दैट सो रियली अप्रिशिएट दैट मिस्टर राव एंड ऑब्वियसली दिस एंटायर आइडिया आई वांट टू शेयर विद द एंटायर ऑडियंस हियर वुड नॉट हैव बीन पॉसिबल मिस्टर विदाउट मिस्टर रावस एनकरेजमेंट एंड सपोर्ट फाइनली आई वॉन्ट टू थैंक एवरी वन फॉर टेकिंग आवर टाइम ऑन अ फ्राइडे इवनिंग टू बी विथ अस एंड आई नो ऑल ऑफ अस ट्रिमेंडस वर्क इन पुटिंग ऑल टूगेदर फॉर यू आई होप यू वॉक अवे विथ दी इंसाइट्स एंड इफ यू कैन बिल्ड अपम्यूनिटी ऑफ द पीपल वू बीन दर टूडे आई नो दैट सम ऑफ यू वॉन्टेड टू बी इन टच विथ अमित and so we can facilitate the process in some way uh, uh, by all means get in touch with us uh, and in any case uh, have a uh, uh, thanks for being with us and have a wonderful weekend and stay safe and stay healthy with that uh, adios thank you thank you mr thank you so much thanks amit thanks prem thanks to everyone and it is a sapient itself is stay safe and be patient and, uh, <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much thank you sir